Hey fam, it is time to pull another Listen Honey classic from The Vault. This is one of my favorite episodes that we released on this show and I just had to bring it back for y'all because I love so many of the gems that we dropped here. So I hope you enjoy. Hey fam, so in this episode, I'm so excited to have Isla and Jonathan known as the love gurus because we're going to talk about relationships with our own personal sexuality or sexual trauma through tantric sex. So around the 30-minute mark, one of our guests bravely recounts a time that she was raped. If this is going to be triggering for you, skip this section, which ends around 35 minutes in. Take care of yourself, fam. excited about this one. I'm so serious. This is going to be a good one. So thank you for listening, honey. I know that that's not correct grammar, but when I named the show, I didn't think about that part. <laughs> so you are tuned in to Listen, Hanay, and this is a podcast all about owning your truths, owning your flaws, and getting to know you better so that you can live healthier relationships around you. I'm very excited about my next couple because this is a subject that I personally am very interested in. Because when it comes to the five love languages, one of my favorite books, if you guys haven't read it, please read it by Gary Chapman. One of them is physical touch. And that's actually my, that used to be my least favorite love language because I never was taught the art of touch. In my Asian culture, we're not touchy feely. You don't get long hugs and people don't tell you, you did good, honey. You know, they're like, <laughs> why are you so bad, honey? You know, they're, they're just different with their love languages. So I want to learn how to better that. But I also am very interested now in my 40s of how to have meaningful intimacy rather than just sex. And I also want to learn about tantric sex, something that I've become very (laughs) interested in as I'm learning about it. So welcome to Listen, Hanai, the love gurus. This couple, Isla and Jonathan. Very nice to meet you guys. Likewise, thank you. So tell me what the love gurus stand for. Would you guys describe yourself as sex therapists? Love therapists, like what would it be if you broke down love gurus? This is the best thing we came up with. Okay. Uh, that we're a real life couple empowering others to love themselves, create okay. conscious relationships, and live a joyful life. So the the snap, foundation, snap. right? The foundation is loving yourself. That's where everything starts. You, you to have a fulfilled life, you must learn how to love yourself. And that lets all the love in, that lets you love to your fullest capacity. Um, people can only love up to the point that they know how to love themselves. And so if you have self-worth issues, self-confidence, all that kind of stuff, then you're really capping off the amount of love you can give and experience in your life. So would you say that, oh. Yeah, and like it's not, we're not licensed sex therapists, but the reason we got into sex therapy and sort of say, because we teach tantric sexuality. So we got into tantra because of our own issues in our sexual life. correcting my pronunciation. So it's tantric. Yeah. Yeah. Not tantric. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tantric. And it's, um, well, I'm Cuban, so I have an accent. So. (laughs) Throw me all off. (laughs) (laughs) It's just going to come in and out. I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, it's, we started studying tantric sexuality because when we first got together, it was crazy. We were perfect in every way. We met, sparks were flying, and then we had sex. And we're like, uh oh, yeah. 
I know. Uh-oh, like, what? Imagine meeting the man of your dreams, and like we were just not. We were, we just didn't. Like, oh, the you first sexually yeah. compatible? No, yeah, was it like, just wasn't working. Zero compatibility. Get out, this is so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Like we couldn't connect. It and didn't match the relationship you guys had outside the bedroom. No, and it's wow. funny because we um. We, we were very were, much in love. Yeah, we were yeah. in like, love before we even got into the bedroom. We met, we're talking for two months. Um, we were cuddled, we in were person. intimate. Sure. Like, there was so much connection yeah. there and so much love. We had yeah. so much intimacy. And then when we went to have sex, we were like, oh, no, this is... And the reason why is because he was sober. Well, he is sober. Mm-hmm. And Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. And then... I wasn't drinking or we mm-hmm. weren't going out to have dinner with drinks and all of that stuff. So getting into sex wasn't as easy as it normally is when you're dating. Because mm-hmm. the first thing people do is like, oh, let's go to the bar and like, mm-hmm. you know, let's have a couple of drinks. And this was different. So, wow. yeah, I had to face all of my stuff that I hadn't dealt with right away. It was like right there in my face. And he's like, why do you look like this? It's like, you, you're not enjoying this. I'm like, no, this is just a face I make when I'm having sex. Like, <laughs> this is it. Oh, I, lo- I love how real you are right now. This is so refreshing. Mm-hmm. So what then took place? How did you guys learn for yourselves to now become the love gurus, what we need? That yeah, took so a while. We, yeah, we didn't really know what was going on. So um, I think that sobriety informed me because I had just been through so much recovery that I was learning how to put my life back together. So I knew that like if there's a problem, you just keep searching because there's a solution out there. Mm -hmm. You know, you may not know what it is, but you just keep trying and trying. So what we decided was like, this isn't going to stop us because we love each other. We just want to figure this out. And so let's search on YouTube. Let's look at books. (laughs) Let's look and see if there's people that help in L.A. with this. And one of the frustrating things is that we really couldn't find anyone that looked like they did this line of work. Like when we would look up tantric stuff, yeah, it was it seemed like a bunch of prostitutes, kind of like it was very back pageish. It was like I've done the same can, thing. You yeah, can have two girls so come over to your it's house, bad. and it's like like for six hundred bucks you get right. you know, an hour, two hour tantric session, and you're like, what you does that mean? You can have people mean? come over yeah, and like, like massage you. I've and like, had do people all this offer stuff. me the same thing, yeah, and I'm like. like I don't know if I feel safe about this. It's a little freaky deaky, but at the same time, there's a very beautiful spiritual understanding to it. So you want to find the people that are really respectful. And that's what we were trying. We were trying to find that and we couldn't find anyone here that was doing that. And we found some workshop in Long Beach and we're like, okay, cool, let's go try it out. And then we get there and I was like, I don't feel I don't feel safe right now. It was a bunch, of, a dudes. bunch of dudes. It was like 15 <laughs> guys there and four girls. Or yeah. Three, four girls, yeah. yeah. And so the girl, the poor girls were just like, um, you know, yeah. it's like, what's going to happen And it was here? like, we didn't know, nobody explained what was going to take place in the workshop. Like, they were playing these videos and having these talks. And um, I was learning some of the stuff. And I, I had been researching so much tantric stuff. We had been practicing on our own and learning all this stuff together. And the t- by the time we got there, and I'm like, we already knew all the stuff that we're playing. So we're like, what's going to happen in the next sec- the part of like, the touch yeah. part portion of this? And I was freaking out. And I'm like, I don't feel safe. I don't yeah. feel good. And the guy doing it actually did a really good job at reeling it all back. But I mean... Um, it just wasn't absorbing for you because you didn't no. feel safe. I yeah. have to feel safe I know. first yeah. to enjoy any type of tantric sex, yeah, I would exactly. think. Yeah. So I'm in the same box as you guys as far as having learned about it, heard about it. Because at 40, for me, 
I'm done with the things that you learned in the beginning of having sex. First base, second base, third base, right? And then to just putting it in, to freaky things, doing it doggy style, backwards cowboy. Like these things aren't attractive to me anymore because I want connection and I want intimacy. Yeah. So therefore I learned about tantric sex. Mm-hmm. Now, when I Googled it, same rabbit hole of freaky yeah. tickiness. <laughs> I'm a freak myself, videos, but I want to learn. Some real slow yeah. massage. Boy, Jonathan, are you in my searcher's yeah. history? Do I need to clear my cachet? But I, at the same time, want to learn so that I can enjoy my intimacy moving yeah. forward, mm-hmm. whether it's sexual or not. So why don't we start off with tantric sex? What is it? So let's, um, th- there's an important distinction to be made, right? So there's different levels of um, physicality when it comes to sex. And the most basic is physical sex. That's like, I'm a guy, I see your body, I want to have sex with you, let's do this. And at a certain point, that's fun starting off, right? When you're a teenager, when you're in your 20s, when you're drinking and partying, whatever you're doing. But at a certain point, you're like, is this it? Like, is this really all that I'm going to experience in my life? And everyone has this feeling of there's got to be something more. And so what the sad truth is, is that 90% or more of people are having sex on that level. And that's really the most basic instinct of sex. And what happens in tantric and Taoist sexuality is that you become more in tune with the energy of sex. You become more in tune with like, have you ever had someone just be by you and it sort of electrifies you and your heart flutters and you start to feel this energy and you're like, whoa, whoa, what's happening to me? Absolutely. Right. And so it's about cultivating that, cultivating intimacy, really starting to get into the energy of it and then taking that energy and moving that into your sex. And so then when you physically unite, you're not only feeling the sensations physically, but also energetically. Mm. And then you start making love like that and you you sort of cultivate that energy and you bring it up. And then you get into energetic orgasms, different full body orgasms. Women have all like it's really exciting. Hundreds of different <laughs> kinds of orgasms. Yeah. I want one of those. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <gasps> Wait, what's okay? I just want to know that one. I know what an orgasm is. I know that we can have several kinds, us yeah. ladies. I know you guys have one or two ways a few of getting different kinds, few different yeah. kinds, yeah. but energetic orgasm yeah. is what? So, uh, if do you know about your chakras? Like, there's seven chakras in your body. Yes. And mm-hmm. so, in, in yep. tantra, what you learn to do is you move the energy. Like, your kundalini energy lives at the bottom of your spine, and when you start activating that during sex, you can start moving that up through your chakras, right? And as you do that, it unlocks. If you have any kind of energy blocks or emotions stuck in your body, if you had a rough day and you're angry, or I don't know, any all of those emotions start getting stuck, right? As you start moving that energy up, all of that starts getting triggered. And instead of moving away from that from that um, energy of anger, you embrace it. Okay, let's bring on that anger. I'm feeling angry. <sighs> I'm gonna express that. And then as you keep doing that, you keep moving the energy up and up and up and up all the way to the crown and when you get to the crown chakra from there you kind of bring the energy back down and it starts spiraling up and down and that sense it feels like electricity down through your arms through your legs and your whole body starts to convulse and like it's not it sometimes it could feel sexual or not because mm. your whole body's just shaking right your it's whole body's experiencing, it's experiencing this, this and you're releasing at the same time so it's so much more fulfilling than just a genital orgasm because it not only lasts while you're having that but throughout the day it can last for days in fact because you're you just feel, 
Yeah, because you're releasing all of that, so you feel lighter, and you feel, that's the energy you bring into your life. So why so was I popping more. mollies as a kid? Where were you guys in my teens? Well, that's pretty fun too. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's that. Yes, that's a whole another podcast, yeah. friend. And then there's the there's the the cosmic orgasm, which is what's that wait, one? Before we get to well, that the- one, though, I, I, I do want to say because you were talking about having the energetic orgasm during sex, you can actually do this on your own as well. You yeah. don't need a partner. Mm-hmm. So the other day we were laying on the couch and like we were just like, oh, let's get into this. And then we were just doing that. And she he was just holding ex- space for me yeah. to move the energy myself. How sway? How? I just want to <laughs> break it down. I just want to know how uh-huh. did you help Isla through that energetic orgasm? Yes. Yeah. OK, so you guys sat on the couch. Yeah. So I, I imagine you turn off the lights. You get the mood, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You always set the mood. That's yeah. that helps. But that day we didn't even set the mood. We were just like, let's get into it. Because yeah. you probably know how to meditatively get yourself into that mind space instead of needing the yeah. exterior because you know yeah. how to turn off the exterior. At and this I'll point. tell you something. Yeah. It's more about getting out of your head and into your body mm-hmm. when you visualize where the energy, even if you don't feel the energy, if you start imagining maybe a circle of light going in between your first and second chakra, for example, and just focus your energy on that, your whole body will start to feel it. Gotcha. And then when you feel it moving, then I'm like, okay, cool, it's moving. Let's go from second to third chakra, and it's moving there. And then you feel it, mo- and that's where I got stuck, by the way. And, and I was that's where like, Jonathan helped you? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah well, this is, is, it was interesting because I was trying to think how it began, but I, we just kind of slipped into it. You know, it wasn't, we weren't ready for it it just kind of happened but I was kind of sitting under her and she was laying on top of me and then I just sort of put my hand just like kind of a cupping just like over oh to kind of physically guide to ground me actually yeah it just feels really good for like if you just take your hand and, and and cup it over the vagina it just feels safe and warm and like really it's like it's a, like a it's hug. like a hug exactly <laughs> i give my puss a hug all the <laughs> time <laughs> like that but i didn't think i was doing that yeah. but it does feel like holding if your power you, yeah and if you do that and then do it in your heart do it right now yeah. like um yeah doing it now feel it feel it <laughs> so i'm cupping yeah and then you're my beautiful the, flower pot and yeah. i'm placing my hand over my heart mm-hmm. and then you're sending and that connection you're connecting your heart to your vagina and that's the power you have as a woman when you're connected from here and you're making decisions like here you're empowered you're not thinking from your head you're not anxious you are embodied as a woman so you start off your days like this and like breathing into yourself and really feeling what you need and what I don't know you might have been stressed yesterday about something and then you just like you're like no I got this I'm a badass blah 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 you connect to that power and then go into your day like that it'll change your day so that, so that's how it started is yeah. I was doing that you know imagine like her body laid out here and I was just holding this yeah and then she just started to just sort of go into it just you breathing breathe. heavily and she started feeling and and then she just started moving that energy and I was just really holding space and then, like she said, she she got to the third chakra and started to get really angry and really um, mm. like tears started coming and she was like she got really upset and and so I just and I, just, I basically just started screaming. No one have has ever asked me for permission. No one ever ever. And all this anger came out. All of these tears started coming out, and I was just like, oh my god, my vo- my body's been so violated, and I haven't said anything about it. I just let anybody take advantage of me because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. And that release of like, as soon as I said that, it's like all of this realization started happening in my head. And then he kept helping me. He's like, okay, just keep breathing. And then I kept moving it into my heart. And then from my heart into my throat, 
And my throat also had another block because I wasn't speaking. Mm. So I started speaking about all of those things and breathing and breathing. Until, and when it got to my third eye and then my crown chakra, that's when the crazy stuff started happening because the energy started just going everywhere in my body and just like releasing. And it felt like I could shoot lightning bolts from my fingers. And you know and what I just realized? As soon as that happened, we had a call with Annalise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, oh, my God. She called yes. while this was happening. You called right us. Yeah. That's why I was in on the phone for like, um, I don't know, yeah, five minutes. She, because I was and like, Annalise is my producer who yeah. is calling you guys yeah. to schedule you for guys for Listen yeah, yeah. And so I, I talked to her for the first five minutes because she was over <laughs> here like. You picked up the phone while she was going through her third eye. Well, yeah, I mean, we had it scheduled. Wait, and, was it scheduled? You know, I'm so mad at you guys. The producers are very on top of things. So, like, you know, oh, she was on Wow. It. But, but you're connecting the sign of that because um, that's why you're here to help heal my listeners with yeah. teaching them basics of, I love even this, doing a tantric move for yourself. That yeah. it's not always just about oh my two God. people it's and always orgasms. always starting with yeah. yourself. Like, yes. Always about yourself. And yeah. when you take care of you, then you can really fully give yourself to your partner because you're not hiding, because you're not scared anymore the, the whole idea is to to unite sexuality and spirituality so you can live an orgasmic life mm. so it's not it's not unite just a, sexuality and spirituality so you can live an orgasmic life yes and an enlightened life that's the wow. quickest way to enlightenment because if you're living from that power it's like yes. oh my god yeah and Ima there's no imagine need for everyone wars, walking no around feeling yeah. orgasmic yeah. having amazing sex you you want to be in shape so you can have better sex you want to eat healthy so you can have better sex you you're not angry you, every... you want to clear your psyche mm -hmm. and be able to yeah, know exactly. your truth so that you feel more confident within yourself not just about your body and your body shape yeah. and your moves but actually feel good about who you are so that you can channel all of your chakras yeah. and enjoy yeah and that's where it gets fun too because when you're up there that's where you start to you get into that no space. So that's the cosmic yeah, orgasm. The... You might as well get into that. Okay. Get into <laughs> it. I'll get into I the cosmic it. orgasm. There. But for the listeners, yeah. so the chakras, Let's the, the, one, the first one starts right at the base of your spine. And so you can think of it as heavier energies exist in the lower chakras mm -hmm. all the way up to the lightest energies. Mm -hmm. And so the way you get to your crown chakra is really to let all of those lower things go or transmute them into higher energies. Mm -hmm. So it's so, like alchemy of emotion yeah have you ever noticed that like it, when you go to a funeral say um there's a lot of laughing and there's a lot of joy and there's a lot of like a sort of ecstatic bliss it's because um those really heavy emotions are working themselves through people's bodies and so it's clearing other emotions mm. along the way so when you have these really sad deep life experiences for some reason it's clear it's now clearing. Mm -hmm. exactly the passage all of a sudden sometimes a joke is made right after a heavy weeping mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly. and it feels enlightening and, and, and it feels right. so cathartic yeah. because yes. so your root chakra is your uh survival instincts and all of that stuff then the second chakra is your sexuality and your relationships your third chakra is your power center so it's your self-worth and that's where all of that crap gets stuck all the things you tell yourself and you're like i'm not good enough or Why so many people have belly issues yeah. and tightness like, or, or, or protective bloating. fat to protect mm -hmm. the self-worth so you abuse. see a lot of sexual abuse victims that they have like fat around the belly because that does a way of protecting themselves this is incredible yes. i, I want to get to understand more of how this has helped your sexual trauma mm -hmm. in your past and i also want to learn some easy steps from my listeners on how to start getting into tantric sex mm -hmm. and to understand better 
sexual experiences for themselves. Mm-hmm. Right after the break, fam. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> everybody to know before we continue that vagina juice is natural lip balm so let's continue <laughs> oh my God. that said you were tipping me off jonathan yes about the cosmic orgasm and you were just moving down the chakras you were moving up the chakras up towards the, chakras. the stomach the belly area yes finish me off how so do we get to the cosmic get orgasm the heart then? yeah so yeah. the heart chakra you know the love then your throat your communication how you express yourself to the world a lot of women have a blockage here and if you look at actually the throat and the vagina, they look almost identical. It's almost the same tissue. So if there's a block in your throat, there is a block usually down there. So they're u- usually con- connected. Which so- also is oddly making me refer to the Me Too movement mm-hmm. and all of these women yeah. who have been harassed mm-hmm. or violated and didn't feel the power to say something at that point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're at the throat chakra. Throat chakra. Then the third eye is right in between your eyebrows. And that's your intuition. And then the crown chakra, which sits above your head. So to have an energetic orgasm, a cosmic orgasm, you go through your chakras, you move up. And when you get to the crown chakra, that's where you're like in space. You're basically floating in space at this point. And no time, no time, no space, yeah. no nothing. Nothing exists here. And then you tap into that energy. And if you want to manifest something, this is the place where you manifest. But usually what happens there, if you don't think about it before you start you know, doing this type of practice, you don't remember because when you're up there, you're like, I don't need anything. This is everything's great. I understand life because when you get into the cosmic orgasm, you feel at one with life. Like the first time that happened to me, we happened to be outside in nature. <laughs> and then I was like, I just got on the hiking trail. On a hike. On a hike. <laughs> I was just like, I got so still. And I was just like, I felt like I was at one with the birds. I was at one with the air. I was at one Because with- you were practicing mindfulness at that moment? Yeah. It was, I, I don't even know what happened. I was just like struck by something. I just connected to the universe in that but point. But why and how? Because I want to know how I can do it or my listeners can do it. As you move up through your chakras and yes. you get to that space, you're just breathing. You're just breathing and you feel like you're... On, I don't know how it... it just so, Your body so does this that. This is interesting. Yeah. So I, I think I have some insight when you start to live like this you become more open and this had this happened after a women's group that she leads once a month in the park um just uh, she we invite women to come together and just Mm. talk and it's free it's a free event just for women to come and just be women amongst women talk about your stories all that stuff so she had just done this and so i feel like she had just had a very like cathartic um uh energetic experience sharing with other women so i feel like her energy was very open and then we decided to go on a hike and in you know in hiking you're moving you're physical you're breathing everything's opening up right exactly so it's almost like sex right you're it's like exercise you're breathing heavy all this stuff and so we just started to feel really sexual and really in tune with each other and then when we went into sex I feel like we were both already so charged. Wait, where's the sex? On the hike? In the car? Oh, yeah. Hike? Yeah, <laughs> on the hike? Like, where? <laughs> Runyon Canyon? No, guys, we all live in LA. I need to know where the fuck you fucked. So where? It was at Bronson. <laughs> the Batman came out here. <laughs> Mia, we were off trail, like, by there, yeah. There's Y'all a... are friends? Wait, wait. So you brought, wait, so you're in your hiking clothes. Yeah. I don't know how you we got your fall off the cliff. On. It was crazy. It was... You head over to the bushes. 
Yeah. Guys, you're so <laughs> celebrating Thottam, and I enjoy this. <laughs> okay, so then you arrested. <laughs> so you're both open. Yes. You tell uh-huh. each other. You connect emotionally to say, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'm in the mood." Yeah. You go to the bushes, and then you have your first cosmic mm-hmm. orgasm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did it feel? What happened? I was freaking out because I had no idea what was happening in that moment. Because I, I'm usually like a hummingbird. My energy is always like buzzing, and in that moment, it was just like I couldn't even move. I was just like, she went all Buddha. Yeah, she, I she, was like, she just went. I did real mudra still. with my hand, which is basically I, like, I just. Yeah, I don't and know. And how it's, do you, Jonathan, get on her level to be able to partner with her? Well, so at that time, I just felt like my job was to just be the support and just be the base. And so I felt like it's interesting. I just intuitively, I was like, all your job is to do is protect her from the ground and just give her space to do what she's doing. And so that's what I did. Every woman's panties are wet. Everybody take a moment to wipe. That was so thoughtful, Jonathan. But I like that you weren't maybe other men would think how can I get off too or how can I be a part of this but no sometimes Mm -hmm. just that intimate experience is being there for one another well when you're connected energetically that's the difference between like regular sex and tantric sex is you feel what your partner needs in that moment you don't Mm -hmm. have to even talk about it you can talk about it It's, it's actually great when you do talk about it but there's sometimes that you just feel where your partner is at. You actually, he actually felt me go through that. Yeah. Mm. Because when you're connected, you just feel what the other one needs, and it's amazing. And I knew it was so, such a big moment. It was like anything else would have ruined it. It was just all about honoring that moment. Mm. It was so special for her. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Did you leave a little something at Bronson Hike? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to go back there and find like Jonathan's shirt swaying? In the- there, there's a magic portal where that happens. And anyone that goes through that portal just has cosmic orgasms. <laughs> I'm so here for healthy love, man. I love it. I really do. Speaking of healthy love, Isla, tell me about your sexual trauma mm-hmm. and how your practices today have helped heal that. Mm-hmm. So, well... Uh, when we first started having sex and we we're having all these problems and we got to reading about tantric sexuality and the yoni massage and yoni yoni is what you call your vagina in um in sanskrit which means like it's basically a sacred cave sure so the your, fuck yeah, is yeah right yeah. <laughs> no it's like it's, it's sacred that, that place is sacred <laughs> It's, it's your sexy place, you know, okay. it's, it's special. And then I started learning all about trauma and about how we hold so much tension in our vaginas and anything that happens to us, whether sexually or physical, any kind of heartbreak, we store everything down there. And do you think men do too or do you think no, it's just us? No, 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 this is it's just opposite women. It's from, I'll speak for the, yeah. the male side. It's so curious. Men cool down there nothing really happens it all goes up here into <gasps> our minds and so when we face failure rejection financial stress feelings of not being good enough like not fitting filling the shoes that oh, starts happening you get performance and yeah. anxiety yeah. So but, that's then, what, but then erectile dysfunction but then that and like is premature ejaculation in your penis but you're saying it comes but from it your comes head from yeah. the head that then it's goes a, to your penis so, so men get affected more sexually emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally and women get affected sexually, physically. Yeah, that's why it's uh, women lose, they get numb, they start experiencing pain during sex, or they don't feel anything, or they're triggered and their bodies tense up, or it's just not enjoyable. Anyway, okay. all sorts of things start to happen. Um, and then 
w- through the yoni massage, you basically start to massage the tension off your vagina. And sometimes you won't feel anything and it's totally normal. The more you do it, you start to loosen your vaginal walls. And sometimes you get images, you get thoughts, you get memories that pop up. And then the more we did this and then we discovered that I had been raped and I completely blocked it out. Wow. I think it was like the third or fourth time we had done it. She started to be like... I started getting visions. I was just like... Yeah, she started getting triggered. And I was like, let's let's go into this and see what's happening. Then she started to get Mm -hmm. visions. She's like, I'm in a dorm room. Like So receptive, Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's great. No, that's massive. I mean, (laughs) it just, that's a signal to the guys to just be really... When you're having sex, obviously it's a very intimate moment, but mm-hmm. besides the physical, really read into your woman, read mm-hmm. into each other and and feel the areas that the person tenses up on yeah. or maybe yeah. is because so many things come out that as a life partner, you really could help that person heal through mm-hmm. something and bring you guys even closer yeah. like you guys are right now. And, and you yeah. have to be so careful because there are other times it didn't feel appropriate. To you know, push, and, it, and yeah. it's not appropriate to push, you know, because yeah. sometimes like when a woman gets triggered, you just have to hold her or just have to like, what can I do for you? Like, I don't know. And it took a few times to yeah. get to that place. And, and then when yeah. he finally did, we did, we were pressing on those spots. And I was just like, okay, let's see what happens. So he started asking me questions like, what are you wearing? Do you remember what time of day? Wow. Like, all of so these you things. replayed. I replayed that whole thing. that you got raped. And instantly I was just like, <gasps> I remembered all of these details. Yeah. And then um, I remember the guy. I remember... I mean, I was sober. It was like during the day. It was wow. this guy I liked. And I went there because I liked him and we were just talking. And then he forced me into something that I didn't want to do. And the crazy part is that I decided to date him after. So I didn't feel like I got raped. Hmm. And Which apparently is not that uncommon. I have found so many women that have done that afterwards because they're like, they didn't feel. I mean, I speaking for myself, I just, I... I wanted, I don't know, I blocked it out completely, completely. So then it popped up during the yoni massage. Wow. Yeah. So what would you say is the most useful part of tantric sex that helped you connect with healing your trauma? And can everybody do this? Yes, everybody can do this. And how do you recognize if you've been traumatized by sex? Because one thing that I'm learning is that sexual trauma isn't always so extreme as yeah. rape mm-hmm. or molestation for mm-hmm. me. It can be something really... It's shame. It can be shame. It yeah. can be Shame is the one number comment. one, yeah. So, so tell us about can, how do you yeah. know when you've been sexually traumatized yeah. and how do you... What are the first beginning steps to tap into healing that through tantric? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I think some, some symptoms or some signs, um, if you're numb during sex, if it's not pleasurable... A lot of women can only get off clitorally and they don't experience internal orgasms. Um, if there's tightness down there, if there's pain, I mean, all of that Swelling, stuff. There's, um, if you keep getting um, infections and all of that stuff, it's triggering something else inside of you. Sometimes um, you just your libido is completely gone. You don't feel any attraction toward anybody even, or even, even toward a, yourself like you don't want to touch yourself or we've even seen a correlation with um, period pain mm-hmm. like cramping mm-hmm. and which and we think is pms stuff. but it could be sexual trauma uh, yeah because after she i did stopped the, getting, i stopped uh, getting cramps. cramps yeah i had the, whoa guys this yeah. is i mean this is a <laughs> universal thing yeah. women yeah. blaming it on pms mm-hmm. i like all of my period pain stopped when i'm consistently doing yoni massage and just 
being aware of what my body needs because you become really in tune with with your vagina your honey pot your honey (laughs) pot your butterfly yeah so you start getting really in touch with it and then you i kind of since you're listening to it your body doesn't experience the pain my i used to have period pain so bad that i would throw up my back would seize up my boobs hurt like everything my whole body would go into shock that first day of my period and i have not experienced that damn and your days have gotten shorter and yeah. shorter. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, apparently, and like the Taoists, the the, are they the ones that believe? Uh, no, no. Uh, the, there's that's a whole new movement of okay, women now yeah. that they're doing something called free bleeding, and it's like you on the first day of your period, you don't do anything. You just just stay home and you like meditate and you're doing yeah, all of be these. at one with yourself. Be at one with mm-hmm. yourself, and then you train yourself to feel when you have to bleed, so you run to the bathroom so you don't have to. Um, use tampons yeah. or pads or any of that, and you shrink your periods down to one or two days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. Like a no tricycline? This is amazing. Like yeah. not a birth control pill, mm-hmm. not yeah. a tampon. But- and you get in, in touch with your cycle so you know when to have sex, when it's safe to have sex, that you're not going to oh, get pregnant. that's real next level shit yeah. right yeah. there. We don't, we don't use birth control, and we never have, and we huh? have tons mm-hmm. of sex, and yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You guys... Because you, Isla, have gotten your cycle down to a science and you know when you bleed, you can control the risk of getting pregnant. So therefore, you guys today have ample sex without birth control. We've never yeah. used birth control. <gasps> yeah. And, and, and so, and so it's a, everybody that's twofold, can do it. right? When, when, you, when you have regular periods, <laughs> um, there's something called the rhythm method. And so there's safe days and then there's unsafe days. But so for me, when we got into the tantric stuff, part of it for men and the Taoist sexuality is that men learn to not ejaculate, non-ejaculation. And so you learn to become multi-orgasmic without ever ejaculating. And so then you can have sex as long as you want and you have smaller like kind of orgasms. They're not like the big peak orgasm, but you have smaller orgasms and then your pleasure keeps increasing, increasing. So, um, so then the man would a man want smaller ones though? Wouldn't he want oh, no, the big but giant? It, it well, but, amps but hold up. on, it gets yeah. better. So oh. <laughs> so instead of having the one big one and then you go to sleep or you snooze, you feel tired, the le petite mort or whatever it's called, right? Just, um, the, the little, the death. little death. <laughs> instead of that, you have these smaller orgasms, but the orgasmic energy builds. And so then that lines up with the woman because she takes longer to get going. And oh, so you're going to hold on. You're going to love this. Like <laughs> men on average take at least six minutes to finish. Sure. And women take at least 20 minutes to warm up. So our bodies are not ready like theirs are. And this is why there's so many unsatisfied women, because men can't fully ever satisfy them. That means on average, meaning there's men having one minute, two yeah. minutes, 30 seconds. I understand. Right? And so and so what happens is <laughs> that yeah. instead of Comprendo. having the <laughs> You just thought of a few guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Still are. No, so, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so, yeah. so what happens is is that so the men we learn to control that ejaculation instead of going into that major orgasm, we learn how to control it with our bodies and have little fluttery smaller orgasms. But what happens is that orgasmic energy builds, builds, builds. And soon enough, both parties are feeling like one long orgasm the entire time you're having sex. And so then you could have sex for two, three, four, five hours. And for, you know, 50, 60 percent of that, it feels like one long, giant orgasm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And you're at the same level as your woman. So you're both experiencing the same cosmic orgasm 
or like orgasmic state yeah. together. So it's amplified because you're feeling your partner at the same time. And I think it's important too that this isn't a male female thing. This can be a male male thing. This can be a female sure. female thing. This is like everybody has masculine feminine energy. And so the the playing off those polarities you can do that in any coupling. And that's really important because a lot of times we forget because we're, you know, a man and woman. So we we're speaking we speak from our experience. in terms of our experience. But it's so important to know that in the gay community, this is just as relevant. Like this is not just a male-female thing. This is an everybody thing. And so when you learn to control these energies and to really access the depth of your sexuality, no matter what partnership you're in, you can do this too. I really ingest everything that you guys are saying because I'm thinking about married couples mm -hmm. who have been doing it one way for so long and I hear all the time that couples lose their zest, they, yeah. the sparks, um, and are bored with sex. I know a lot of women who can't figure out how to orgasm and I know a lot of my friends since you know I kind of have a, a therapeutical group of friends that have also been through sexual trauma but had no idea that it could be connected to how you have sex and the enjoyment behind it. I, I, I've always thought you just heal the trauma and then you continue with your sexual experiences. It's not interrelated. And then I also think about, this is a mind-blowing thing from listening to you guys, couples who meet and hit it off and they always think you've got to test drive. You've got to give it a test drive, right? They call mm -hmm. it that, like you've got to hook up yeah. to see if he's good in bed, I'm quoting this, mm -hmm. or their sexual energy when there could very well be like you two had magic chemistry, but in the bedroom wasn't at all connected and was completely mm -hmm. on a different level. So you had to learn how to find each other's rhythm, which is so much more beautiful mm. and longer lasting yeah. than just getting that really good quick fuck yeah. or, you know, you know, just the first base, second base, third base type thinking. Yeah. So we can we can even illuminate further into that since we do deal with a lot of couples and a lot of trauma. What we see is we see patterns and the pattern is imbalance. And so one person is half of a person with this big hole in their heart. The other person is this half with this big hole in their in their heart. And then you meet. <gasps> it feels like magic and it yeah. feels like sparks and the sex is good and it's raw and it's whatever. But when that goes out of alignment and that other person is no longer filling that void, that, that's when the relationship implodes. And that's why those crazy sort of supernova interactions that happen, they just don't last, or they, mm. don't, they don't typically last. You could do the work and you could get through that, but we were really forced to jump into learning about ourselves and about our sexuality and how we could create something that was sustainable and that would last through the long haul. The problem is that I feel like people especially now with like dating apps, everyone feels disposable. They're like, oh, there's like 50 other guys on my phone. Totally. And oh, if this isn't working, whatever, I can find right. somebody else in five minutes. But you can have a really good relationship with someone regardless of what's happening in your sexuality at the beginning. It's like, why is this, isn't this lining up? Like, what are you really missing? It's like, most of the time, you need to work on your intimacy. Yeah. And people are not working on their intimacy. It's like, if it's not working out, well, whatever, mm, let's put this down the line. And then, if it worked out at the beginning and then things start getting uh, serious and then things are they're like sex starts to go away, you're like, oh, no, our spark is gone. Right. And then they just break up without even looking into what actually is happening. And what's going to happen is down the line, you're going to encounter the same problem with somebody else. Over yes. and over and over. You're going to keep attracting the same person. Yeah. You're going to keep attracting the same lesson because you're not learning something in you. 
I, I always say that life will repeat its lessons mm -hmm. until you make the time to change it. Yeah. It'll repeat the same patterns, dating that wrong person for yeah. you, you know, getting stuck at some type of job or letting people damage you in a certain way. Yeah. Life will repeat that until you make those changes. Mm -hmm. And this is beautiful with what you guys are expressing here is to learn how to love yourself first. What are some common situations you see couples get themselves into when it comes to intimacy or sexually? Like what are some common misunderstandings that couples should understand better in order to enjoy each other better? I mean, I think the big one that comes to mind is um, projecting your own self-worth onto your partner. Hmm. And that's the thing we see the most. Is Describe like, what that looks like. Okay, it's, so it, that could be like, um, I'm, I'm thinking of one particular couple that came in and, and they came in for the guy. You know, the guy <laughs> didn't know that, but she knew that. She's like, oh, we're going to come in as a couple and then we're really going to focus on him. And it was interesting because in doing that, she felt left out and she realized her own stuff. And mm. then she ended up coming back later for a session because she was like, well, what about me? Interesting. But was, because once we started getting into the work and they started seeing their patterns, she realized, oh, shit, like I have She's, my stuff yeah. and then he has his stuff. And so in relationships, a lot of times it's like I need you to be responsible for my stuff. And if you can't step up from it, but how can someone step up for you if you can't step up for yourself? <laughs> that is the biggest thing in relationships. It's doomed if you can't step up for yourself. It's never going to work no matter what, because no one can change you. Powerful. Yeah. That, that one, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just letting that deposit because I think that happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. So... I'm already a huge fan of tantric sex. I we want to have it. We only told you like this no. much. <laughs> yeah. I want to know beginning steps to tantric sex. What are some things that my listeners can start to think about as they, I think they should take it upon themselves to study and understand and have a respectful approach to it. Yeah. But what are some beginning steps that we can have in order to enjoy more of a tantric journey with our partner? Mm -hmm. And is there a resource or something we can read to learn more about it than this wonderful session I had with you guys. So the mm. one thing is breath, sound, and movement. Okay, break it down. Breath, sound, and movement are the things that you need to move energy through your body. And awareness, of course. Like awareness is number one in everything in life. So become aware of your body and start breathing. And if you want that, you know, orgasm that I was talking about earlier, breathe and exhale, like inhale, exhale without um, pausing in the middle. So... And then that'll start moving the energy, right? Okay. Then you can start to move. If you feel anything getting stuck, move your body. She's so writhing that you almost, her hips yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm right. Like, she yeah. looks like she's, she's, um, she's I like, you look like you're a champion hula hooper. <laughs> like a, a belly dance. Yes. Like Which yeah. I love because yeah. you're picturing this energy yeah. as you're it's breathing. Like you're moving, yeah. You, you start moving that energy up. And you don't need to do this with, I mean, you can with a partner, but you can do it on your own. So breath, sound, and movement. And sound is so important because, like I said before, you get release, you know, release, mm -hmm. release. Especially for like, women. Especially for women. Because when you release from your throat, you release from your vagina and you start to really connect. What does that release sound like? Whatever it feels like to uh, you. If, yeah. A lot of times, like what we, what we tell our clients is, is um, vibrate your chest. Yeah, like make it. So whatever that, like try to vibrate connect your, to your heart, heart all the way Connect down. to your heart. And so for women, obviously, it's higher than it's going to be for me, but... 
I was just uh, thinking that mine is so frustrated. I feel like more of a two shorts. But think about when you've had really, really delicious sex, right? Mm-hmm. You're moving. And you do this on your own. Uh, oh, you're right. Right? Yeah. So, so it so happens why are you naturally. You that practice when you're mm-hmm. meditatively releasing energy yeah. for yourself. Exactly. You're right. You can really take it there. And that's, that's one of the ways in breath, sound, movement. Breath, sound, and, movement. And so, it's funny because in um, you think about exercise, you think about yoga and all this stuff, Kundalini yoga, which we've been doing a lot of lately. It's all sex. Like if, sex is the most basic way to access all of that. Sex will get you in shape. Sex will make you moan. Sex will make you move. Make sex you more relaxed. Yeah. Make you more relaxed. If you're into it, you're doing these yeah. things naturally. But if you're not and you need to start getting into it, breath, sound, movement. And when you're touching yourself, really be in touch with what you're thinking. And if something negative pops up, breathe into it and relax and re- release it with your breath. Yeah. And you're so right about that being natural sexual movements. We release sound. We let them know how it's feeling good. We arch our back. We do all these things, but not really for the connected reason of enjoying the mindfulness of the sexual action yeah. and actually becoming more tantric that we actually have it within us. Yeah, and when it, and when it's that good, you're not thinking about it, you're just doing it. And that like the thing about tantra is that tantra tantra is not just about sex. Tantra is a mechanism for living life. It's like a methodology. So tantra actually includes yoga, yoga poses, yoga meditations, kriyas like all of these chanting, all that stuff is tantra. The sexuality portion is just this little Five sliver. Percent of tantra is sexuality, but it's actually teaching you how to live a more like healthy life because you're enjoying the water that you're drinking. You're feeling it go you down your eat throat. Tantrically, like yeah. when you eat that fruit, and it's just like, oh my god, that's so good. So you're so turning good, you know? life into orgasms, and that's the whole point of having a tantric existence. You know, I read in this book that I'm reading right now by Thich Nhat Hanh. Oh, mm. so I love him, good. the Vietnamese monk yes. and, and Buddhist. And he broke down in the first pages the art of mindfulness and just eating a piece of fruit. Yeah. Like if you just even have a slice of orange, mm. for that time, think about the fact that this orange grew from a minor seed and yeah. it erupted into a plant mm-hmm. that now grows into veins and pulp and juice and skin so that you can break into it Enjoy the flesh as it splashes along your senses, mm-hmm. and the smell and like the taste nourishes and like, yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And we 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 I mean nowadays we eat lunch, you know, while you're working, while you're on mm-hmm. computer, while you're you're texting, while you're driving, yeah. and we don't we forget the art of mindfulness. But to be mindful not only when you can eat a piece of fruit, to when you're working through your chakras, to when you're having enjoyable sex with your partner, these are the goals that we want to have to enjoy our relationships. A good more. life. Yes. And to enjoy life more. And enjoy your own life more. Yeah. That's right, Jonathan. Mm. How can we find you guys? How can we connect with you guys? And do you have any resources to read yeah. to get to know Tantra more? There is um so if you're studying Taoist sexuality, which is the more Chinese version of it, so my <laughs> Man- people Mantak Chia <laughs> will detail exactly how many strokes you need to do and what you it's I mean, he has a ton He's of intense. books. He's I like intense. Him. What's the name of the <laughs> book? Drop it. He, no, he has a ton. Like just research Montak Chia, just put it on on Amazon, he has like I don't know forty something books. books. For men, like books there's for women, everything. Couples. What would you guys recommend? So the she, couples uh, one, and then for tantra, like tantra, there's a uh, the path of ecstasy by George Fergustine. Okay, and that'll detail how you know tantra started, like the beginnings of it, how 
uh, evolved into something else. And then Mantakshia will really get into like all of the, the details of, of like, it. yeah, all of the, yeah. the fun stuff. Not to be cheesy, but like, <laughs> is this something I can Amazon and buy two books and give me one and one to my partner? Is it that of kind of course. thing where you both can oh, read yeah. it and oh, yeah. apply thing that about together? Ma- yeah. Mantakshia has for men and women. Okay, yeah. so where do we find The Love Gurus? Okay, so website, thelovegurusla.com and Instagram at thelovegurusla. I'm following right now and I oh, want you guys to know Thank The you. Love Gurus LA and following on the gram. And not only is their page beautiful and super magazine layout, but I can absolutely tell you that they've taken pictures at that Bronson Cave. Because <laughs> there's, there's some glowy oh faces, God. a little beady sweat off the skin, and some <laughs> poetic pictures in this cave-like area. So there we go. Thank you so much for being on Listen, Honey. This is us. so yeah. therapeutic, and I'm going to order those books I'm also going to take you guys up on a session. Yes, oh, yeah, you should definitely come. Yeah. And for anybody out there who do follow the Love Gurus LA, please let me know what you think of following them, what else you want to learn, and do sign up for a session. I think that this is something that's going to be so healing to my audience. Mm-hmm. So let me know what you guys think of that. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for coming, you guys. Thank you. Thanks like, for subscribe, us. review. Let me know what you think of this podcast and follow the Love Gurus LA. Thanks, guys. Uh-huh.